why teaching? Why is that important? Good morning and welcome to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. I'm Chris Yao. Scott Stewart is coming your way in just a moment, and he's got a very special announcement that we're going to tell you about just a little bit later on in the show. We do have a great show lined up for you. Stephanie Miller takes a trip to Pulaski talking with the owner of the Bluebird Buffet, so make sure to stick around for that. It's going to be delicious, I promise you. We've also got information on the Columbia Miracle League at Murray County Park, so looking forward to talking to Julie Beck about that. So all of that coming your way in just a moment. But before we do anything else, we need to get you to this week's headlines on The Wrap. On the front page of this week's Main Street Murray, you can find a story on uh, the Korea and Vietnam Veterans Day Parade that will take place later this week. So make sure to uh, pick up the paper and see that at the very top of the page. Just under that, you can find a story on the Murray County Regional Airport, which did uh, host a ribbon cutting recently. So find out a little bit more about what's going to be taking place at the Murray County Airport. You can also find a story on the GM and UAW strike. The strike, of course, uh, started on Saturday, and then GM and UAW reached a tentative deal on Monday. So there is some information in there about that. You can also find something on the Miracle League that we're talking about later in this show. There's a story on the front page of the paper and a story about a, an arson subject who was arrested as well. So all of that on the front page, much, much more on the inside. Make sure to pick up your copy of Main Street Murray today. Now, we'll send you down to Pulaski where Scott Stewart has a special announcement and the Pulaski Citizen Wrap. Hey everybody, it's Scott Stewart and this is your Pulaski Citizen Wrap for the week and maybe just a little bit more. Optometrist Dr. Joel Orton has retired and for his years of service to Giles County, to our community, he is this week's Citizen Spotlight, top front and center of the front page. The owner of a market in Pulaski who appeared before the Pulaski Beer Board a few months ago, we reported on that. Well, he's now facing charges of selling THC vapes from his store and from his home. That is charges, okay? A judge yesterday issued an order allowing the company that owns the property to lease it to someone else. Well, for the first time in Main Street media history at least, we have a winner of our fearless forecasters jackpot, Janita Kurt was one of seven, that's right, seven people who picked all 16 games correctly in our Fearless Forecasters uh, contest, which means that I didn't do a very good job of choosing the games, right? <laughs> Janita grabbed the $900 purse on the second tiebreaker. And uh, thanks to Haney Realty and Property Management and Haney Auction Company for sponsoring that jackpot each week. That jackpot goes back to $100 this week. Actually, though, we had nine people pick perfectly, but I'm going to let Wade Neely tell you all about that in his segment on sports coming up here in just a few minutes. There's some Main Street media news on the front page this week, but I'll get to that in just a few minutes. We had spooks, superheroes, princesses, and more that took over the Pulaski Square last week. Get a look at some of those on the front page. It's a it's Around the Square week in the Pulaski Citizen, and our spotlight this week on the Around the Square page is right down the street here, our friends at The Outlook. Jeff Harwell and I have been friends for as long as I can remember, and we're so excited for them. The family is celebrating 70 years. The Harwell family is celebrating 70 years on the square here 
in, in the uh, retail business and the Outlook is celebrating more than 30 years. So stop in and see them and tell them congratulations. Check it all out in the Plasky Citizen. We got a Spotlight article on there and we got their uh, their community brief, their their square brief that tells you all about what they got going on for the month of November. Johnny Phelps highlights Bunker Hill this week. We have coverage of the Elkton Board of Mayor and Alderman, St. Andrew's Church uh, out on Mill Street. They've celebrated a birthday and we reveal the Giles County Fairs to the fair there in the paper. As always, obituaries, docket, backwards glances, church page, pet corner, fun and games, and so much more in the Pulaski Citizen. Now back to our Main Street Media News. Uh, as you know, the Pulaski Citizen has been part of the Main Street Media family now since February, and we're proud to welcome two new members. First of all, Houston County. It's the Houston County Herald. It's here in Tennessee. It's about a little southwest of Clarksville. Welcome to the guys at Houston County. Also, one we're really excited about down here in Pulaski, Lawrence County Advocate. That's right. Our neighbor is now a member of the family, and there's so much that, that we're excited about that we have in store for the for the advocate. We're just so excited about it. And what a statement right there on the front page of this week's advocate, the first under Main Street Media, uh, where we celebrate Loretto's region championship and their undefeated regular season. There's a lot more sports in the advocate this week, but uh, I tell you what, a lot of it, um, most of that is due to uh, Mo Patton of Main Street Murray. And so I'm going to let him tell you all about it on his segment as well. Also on the front of the Lawrence County Advocate, there's a greeting from Main Street Media owner Dave Gould, uh, introducing himself, his wife Ellen, and the MSM family to Lawrence County. Sandy Mashburn has a story on the front page about the Summertown Century Playground Project, and she has a story about uh, some counterfeit money that's been passed in Lawrence County. And we want to apologize. It's our first week, so we ask for just a little bit of grace, okay? We, uh, we did not get the football contest in this week in the Lawrence County Advocate, and we apologize. It was just a mistake. We're going to be right back next week, and we want to thank the guys at Heritage Automotive for uh, sponsoring that. And uh, just like I said, just a little bit of grace. We'll have your football contest coming back to you. There's so much more in the Advocate this week, some news, some of what you're used to. We're going to be growing the paper as we go on, and we're going to be asking you to help us decide what we want, what we want in it every week. Uh, we're excited that Angie Wallace and Sandy Mashburn will be there at the Advocate office to greet you guys and serve our readers. I'm going to be there. If you need anything, feel free to find me and, sh and run me down in the street. Tell me what you think. Tell me, tell me what's good. Tell me what you think is bad. We want all of that from you guys. It's the same thing we do all over Middle Tennessee with Main Street Media. We want to serve our community. So buckle up, everybody. We're just getting started. And welcome Lawrence County to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. We'll be right back after this. Having a good confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, 
is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. Welcome back in to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Chris Yao, and I'm here this morning at the Murray County future site of the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. And I'm joined by Julie Beck, who is a massive part of the reason that we're all here and, and, and that, that Miracle League will be coming to Columbia. So thanks for joining me. I'm yeah. so excited to talk about thanks, it. Thanks, Chris. I'm glad you're here. So you just had the ribbon cutting. Just had we, the ribbon cutting a week ago. Yeah. We have, we've talked about Miracle League on this show in, in Murray, Main Street, Murray. We've had so many you know, going back almost two years now. Right. And we're finally to the point where we can see what's going to happen. Right. Yes, literally, we can. we can see it. Yes, we finally got our rendering up. We're excited about that. Yes, yeah, so for two years, I guess uh, end of 2020, beginning of 2021, Robin Step, our founder, decided to do this and asked me to come on board, asked Mike and Daniel Ugla to come on board, and so we began fundraising. And we have fundraised for two and a half years. And in that time, we have raised more funds in the least amount of time than any other Miracle League has wow. ever done, $1.5 million. And that was our goal. So as we know, when you start out with a goal and you're in the construction industry, you know that the prices go up. Especially over the last two years. Especially over the past two years. So we are still in the fundraising phase. But we have raised a lot of money thanks to our generous community here in Murray County and surrounding cities. And what got us over that goal was the Benefit Ball Board. They decided that they were going to help us get to our goal. Oh, yeah. And they raised $100,000 at wow. their Benefit Ball in March. Yeah. So they did that for us, and we are so grateful. But um, that was really exciting. And now we are in this phase of the the project and um we've been waiting a while on these drawings so we can move on to the construction phase and and that's what this is so we're really proud of this so what we're seeing here mm -hmm. is you know obviously the ballpark and the very all-inclusive playground equipment which is right. so important that's, right that's it's not just about the baseball it's about including everyone and everything yeah. Uh, even those who maybe don't want to play baseball, they can still come exactly. and enjoy the park. Yes. So you guys announced some very specific things, uh, you know, types of equipment that will be here. So tell me about some of the things that you guys announced at that ribbon cutting. Yeah, so obviously we've got our baseball field, which this drawing is kind of turned around as we're looking at it. But if you're driving into Murray County Park from the football stadium, First of all, you'll come to our all-inclusive playground right here. And the big attraction um, of the playground is the zip lines. And that's right over here on the right. And any child, regardless of their ability, can ride the zip lines. And most Miracle League playgrounds only have two, two zip lines. And so therefore, they are the most popular. There are lines. Any playground we've ever been to um, that it's actually a Miracle League playground, there are lines 
for the zip line. So we're going to have four zip lines. Um, the child sits in like a bucket seat and they can get a little push or their caregiver, their friend, their parent, whoever is with them can actually pull them along and it's, it's so fun. They love it. So as you can see on the drawing, there are four of those. And you can see the blue, the blue color going through both sides of the green. That's kind of a representation of the, uh, the Duck River here in Murray County. And then we have lots of other fun structures. We have swings. We have um, a tilt-a-whirl. We have the slides. We have the roller slides that are not really a typical slide. They're more of like a tilted platform that any child can just slide down. Um, they're not steep. They're more of a, a just a slow incline. Gotcha. And we have, you know, shaded areas for when it's hot. Um, and then what's so nice is because this playground is so close to the ballpark, you can have families right here playing ball and then maybe another part of their family can be right here close on the playground. So it's good for the whole family. Sure. Well, you know, and, and we talked, and, and as we look across here, it's, you know, it's it's such, it's an open area. It's a huge open area, but mm -hmm. yet you guys are going to be packing so much into it. So this is going to transform drastically over the next how long? It what? is. Well, it's hard to say once we break ground how long it will take. We would, nine months uh, to a year, uh, yeah, we but, would but say. over the next year uh -huh, yeah. or so, it's, it's, this is going to be a, a huge transformation. For yes. people coming to the park, yes. they're going to see equipment out here. They're yes. going to start seeing dirt moving, and it's mm -hmm. just going to be really weird because, yes. let's face it, that big green press box structure over there has been here for a long time. It's been sitting here a long time, like we were talking about. I mean, I'm 48. My brother is 45. He played ball here when he was young. I know both of the Ugla boys played ball here. At our ribbon cutting, it was really interesting. Vice Mayor McBroom talked about how he was one of the ones that closed the park down at night and turned the lights off wow. and cleaned up. And um, Chaz Mulder was talking about how he played here. I mean, a lot of people at the ribbon cutting are very familiar with this park and talked about spending a lot of time here in their youth. So this has been sitting empty a long time. There's no water, there's no power on here, and um, well, giving another generation the uh, the opportunity to make memories at this site is, is for sure. huge for the city. For sure, for sure. This is just it's going to be such a plus for our community, for people of all abilities to come and be together and do something together as a community. For sure. Well, I, I'm so looking forward to it. Again, what is the next step that you guys are taking? Because, you're, again, you're still fundraising. Mm -hmm. So are, are you guys doing anything spe special, particularly you know, specific? We will always be fundraising sure. because we will have operational costs. Um, and then Up when we open, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll have the league to run. We'll have the concession stand to run. We'll be selling merch. Um, we will continue fundraising. Our next big event will probably be our groundbreaking, and um, and then after that will be our opening day, which will be huge, huge. It, it, it will it will be a massive event. And um, one of our uh, live auction items at the benefit ball party was a, a special seat and a special experience on opening day. So we've got some big plans for opening day, and that'll be a big surprise. But that'll probably be the next 
big event. Right. That'll be really fun. Well, we're looking forward to it again. Miracle League of Columbia is, as you can see, about to transform part of Murray County Park to something spectacular. So you're going to want to keep up here with Main Street Murray as well as on mornings on Main Street. We're going to keep you abreast for sure and follow along. Of course, are you guys on social media? We are, are. We are. We are on Facebook um, and we are also on Instagram, Columbia Miracle League. Columbia Miracle mm -hmm. League. So give them a follow on both Instagram and on Facebook to keep up with the progress, and we will keep you up to date as well. Julie, again, thanks for taking time. Yeah, thank you. This is exciting, and we I'm appreciate so excited. It. You guys stick around. More Mornings on Main Street is coming up right after this. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. Welcome back. It is really hard to miss that 15-foot flag that's outside of Bluebird Buffet in Pulaski, Tennessee. It's a beautiful location, a great spot to grab a nice bite to eat. Home cooking for sure. Yes, to tell us all about it, we have Kevin Tyler. Him and his wife, Holly, operate Bluebird Buffet. First off, Kevin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. So tell us how you found yourself here operating Bluebird Buffet. We, um, we were running the pizzeria in Lawrenceburg last year. Our Cisco rep, Brad Butler, told us about it. He introduced us to Lauren, and we come in and toured it and fell in love. Yeah, come in, checked it out, had to have it, mm -hmm. got it cleaned up and opened it up. So you must have a passion for food. Yes, ma'am. Love it. What I is it about the business? Um, me, I like the people. Okay. I like interacting with people, having a good time with it. Holly, it's her passion. She loves cooking. And Holly is cooking up some goodness that we will uh, see in our next little segment. You'll get to meet Holly at that time. Did you change anything when you came into Bluebird Buffet? No, ma'am. No. No. We might have took a few pictures off of the wall, and we're thinking about putting a couple of others in, but it just had the home feel right there. We really liked it. Coming into a location that's already established, people already know it. How did that work? I mean, did support shift in any way, or just have you seen an outpouring of love? Outpouring of love. Everybody's come in. They're like, I'm so glad you're open again. Uh -huh. We went by here for months and saw it closed, and now you're open again. So, you know, here we are. Yeah, people are great. Does it get overwhelming? You guys run with a, a tight staff. Yes, ma'am. There's only, well, there's five of us on the weekends and four through the week. So it gets pretty hectic sometimes, but we love it. How do you do it? back and forth. Uh, we're just running here and there. Uh, Carrie, our waitress, she helps me up front and Tina's back here with Holly and we just do our best we can. Uh, I do have to say I love the menu. I love the green and the yeah. bluebirds on the menu. Tell me about what you have as far as breakfast and lunch. Well, we have our breakfast here. Um, the Rise and Shine burger has got to be one of my favorite things. Why is that? It's a half pound burger. It's got a uh, egg cooked to order. It's got two pieces of bacon, piece of cheese, and paired up with the homemade potato chips. It just knocks it out of the park. Mm. Yes, ma'am. The French toast is amazing. Everybody else makes egg bread. We actually make French toast. Yep. How do you prepare your French toast? I can't tell that secret. Darn it. Yeah, I, can't do that one. <laughs> I always try and it I've, never I've, works. I've been asked about two dozen times. I can't do it. No. Oh, well, oh, I can't wait to try that one. And then your lunch items, because, well, 
you really yeah. don't have, is it just breakfast? No, we have our lunch on lunch the back. Lunch on the back, yes, okay. We have burgers and we have a cheesesteak sandwich. We do chicken and waffles. We're trying to expand. Uh, when we first come in, we tried a menu and it just, we were completely understaffed. It was just me and Holly at the time. Gotcha. So we had to switch to nothing but the buffet. We did it five days a week. We do breakfast all day on Saturday. Um, it was just recently within the last maybe month and a half that we was able to build a new menu and offer it out. And we're trying to bring in more every day. What makes you different than other locations? Uh, me personally, I think we're just putting our heart and soul in it. I mean, this is everything for us. We've talked about it, dreamt about it for years. I used to drive truck, holding onto a steering wheel, staring out a windshield all day long, and me and Holly be talking on the phone daydreaming. So, yeah, we've been doing this, or waiting to do this for a very long time now. Kevin, tell me what that conversation is like for you and Holly, because again, you said you guys have dreamt of this. We have. And you talk, you know, you see what you've accomplished. What is that conversation now? Um, we love it. We'll tell our customers. We're, well, I told somebody yesterday, uh, one of our repeat customers, they, they rave about our food. And I tell them, you know, that having repeat customers come in mean the world to us because it means that you really, you like the feel of our food. You like the taste of it, the environment of the restaurant. You have a good time when you're here. So that's what we're really aiming for is for everybody to be comfortable and feel like they're at home. Two more questions for you. One being, you have a lot of entrepreneurs out there looking to start their own business, some of them wanting to get in the food industry. Any tips for them as they, you know, venture out into that? Do your research. Okay. Yes, ma'am. There's a lot to it, a lot more than what our daydreams ever thought about. There's, there's a lot to running a restaurant. It's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. Um, we're here or we're at home. That's pretty much the way that one goes. Wow. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you would want to share? Not that I can think of. Oh, awesome. Oh, my gosh. Kevin Tyler, uh, thank you for your time and for sharing this with us. And when we come back, not only will we get to see kind of how they work in a rather small kitchen to get the good food out here to the table, to the diners that come in, to Bluebird Buffet, you'll get to meet Holly as well, and we'll take a closer look at a couple of their dishes. Stick right here. We'll be right back. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl banana rama. So other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back into Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. Time now to take a look at sports. We've got Maurice Patton, who's got you covered with Lawrence County and Murray County, as well as Giles County with Wade Neely. So we'll start with Mo. Thanks, Chris. This week's Main Street Murray includes a lot of football. I mean, it's week 12. It's the end of the regular season. We're getting ready for the playoffs. So, of course, a lot of football. Columbia Academy won a region championship 
Loretta won a region championship by outscoring Mount Pleasant. Columbia Central is headed to the playoffs. We've got brackets for all of those, as well as for Region 66A, where Summit and Independence both advance. Summit is the number three seed after their win in the border battle. We got coverage of that. Summertown and Lawrence County both wrapped up their regular seasons on the gridiron, but Lawrence County went out with a bang. Be sure and check that coverage out as well. We've got our red zone rundown with stats, standings, schedule, and the mid, the Main Street preps top 25 in there as well. We got Mostradamus for the upcoming week. So again, be sure and check out all of our football coverage. We've also got Cross-country coverage, regions last week, states coming up this week. Check out who's going to be running in those or who did run in those and who will run for state championships this week. And at the web, men's and women's basketball starts up this week for Columbia State. We've got coverage of that as well. And will online at MainStreetMurray.com and in next week's print edition. Also in the Lawrence County Advocate this week. Again, we've got coverage of that exciting Loretto win over Mount Pleasant for the region's 5-2A championship. Also coverage of Summertown's last game over at East Hickman and Lawrence County's big win up at Cheatham County to end the year. So be sure and see Main Street Murray, be sure and see the Lawrence County Advocate and visit MainStreetMurray.com for up-to-date coverage in the area. Thanks, Mo. Now, Wade, tell us what went on in Giles County last week. Busy week for us here at the Pulaski Citizen and in Giles County, the southernmost portion of Main Street media land. Mixed results as Thursday night saw a difficult loss for the Richland Raiders, 49-13. to They lose two more county on the road. Played well at times, but unfortunately not well enough to knock off an absolute single-A powerhouse in Moore County. So Richland ends its regular season. They were looking for a second straight season with that ending in a playoff berth. And unfortunately, the Raiders come up just shy. Uh, they finish their year at three and seven. Giles County, meanwhile, the Bobcats streaking into the postseason on the heels of a 41 to seven victory over Sequatchie County last Friday, marking their third straight region championship. It was a winner-take-all showdown for first or second place in Region 4 AAA, and Giles County got off to a fast start in this one, and they really ran it up on Sequatchie County, who clearly did not play their best game, but Giles County also played very well in that contest. They set the tone early and never really looked back. You saw first-half touchdowns from Kareem Bryant, Two from Kamari Turner, a rushing touchdown from quarterback Johnny Jackson, uh, Kamari uh, catching a touchdown from Jackson as well. So Giles County just kind of running wild as they took care of business versus Sequatchie County. So the Bobcats now, they finished the regular season at 7-2 and two, and uh, at 0-2 oh with losses in overtime to Page, who goes 9-1, and one, and then the following week at Hardin County, uh, who is 10-0. Suddenly, Giles County kind of streaking again with seven straight wins going into the postseason. The Bobcats will kick off their 3A playoff run this Friday at home. They will take on Brainerd as that will be a rematch of a first-round game from a year ago. Giles County won that contest in big fashion, and depending on who you ask, the Bobcats should be favored 
by a wide margin in Friday's ball game. Kickoff will come your way at 7 p.m. Yours truly and Chris Bledsoe will have the broadcast of that showdown on Pulaski Citizen Live. Download the Mixler app and search PCLGCHS or visit PulaskiCitizen.com and click on Pulaski Citizen Live. That's a recap from the final week of the regular season for us as the Raiders fall and the Bobcats win a third straight region championship. Wade Neely saying so long. Time now to take a look at your weather with our friends at Tennessee Valley Weather from down in Lawrence County. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Kelly Rawson in the Tennessee Valley Weather Center with a check at your forecast. We are very chilly once again this morning, waking up with temperatures in the 20s across southern middle Tennessee. Be sure to bundle up before you head out. Temperatures this afternoon will be a lot like yesterday afternoon, still on the cooler side, upper 40s to lower 50s, with still a breeze out of the north about 5 to 10 miles an hour, making it feel just a little bit cooler than it actually is. But hey, we will see plenty of sunshine once again for today, and those clear conditions will continue into the evening, eventually falling into the 30s and 20s once again for your Thursday morning. But we stay clear, we stay dry, and we hold on to the sunshine for several more days beyond Thursday as well. You can see that here on the seven-day forecast. Plenty of sunshine in our future with temperatures getting back into the upper 50s by your Thursday and then back into the 60s by Friday for this weekend. Actually looking quite nice with temperatures in the upper 60s to lower 70s. We stay dry until we get to Monday with a few showers possible.